Hey, patrons, welcome to the Utah Outcast Secret Patron Show. I wanted to take a quick second to thank you guys so much for your support. If you're hearing this right now, it's the beginning of January, and you're fucking awesome. And we love to death, love you to death for hearing this and contributing to the show. However, if you're catching this in sometime in July, boy, it's going to be 4th of July when people don't pay for it get to listen to this. And you guys <laughs> missed out. <laughs> Uh, but all it takes is a buck a week, and we're glad that you guys donate here. So anyways, uh, regardless of how you're catching the episode, we're glad to have you along on this week's episode of The Secret Patron Show. Instead of doing like a fun with real audio type segment or anything like that, there is a article that I came across earlier this week from a friend that shared it with me called The Alarming Truth Behind Anti-Mormonism. And it... <laughs> It's 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 a Mormon apologist. Let me just put it that way. And I'll I'll get to it. He says that uh if you're he's if you I know you're used to reading fluffy and lighthearted articles, but I'm asking you to buckle your seatbelt and read this post carefully. And there's an important aha moment in number four that you won't experience unless you read everything that comes up to it. So <laughs> it's trying to say if you haven't if premise one, two, and three don't work, four's not gonna work for you. So yeah. bullet point number one for this guy. There's only one credible alternative to the restored gospel. <laughs> We're going to start okay. out there, huh? Yeah. yeah, I know. That's a really good way of starting the shit out. So people that might be wondering that were never Mormon or don't research this stuff on their own. The restored gospel is the belief that Joseph Smith went out into whatever fucking area, field, mountain, hill, and, prayed, Grove. and prayed that he would find out what church to belong to. Mm-hmm. And a angel came down. Oh no, this was the first the first vision. So this was okay. Depending on what version this you're is reading, which version of first vision are you talking about? Some holy things told him that you won't believe any of those. You will be the one that restores the gospel to the world of Jesus's one true church. You know, whatever the hell they want to say. So this article. It says it's simply impossible to leave the restored gospel for another version of Christianity without realizing that you've lost so many of its essential elements. That's a position of authority trying to tell people what they can or can't do <laughs> whenever they leave their religion. Uh, what happened to prophets, revelation, temples, priesthood authority, the plan of salvation, the doctrine of eternal man, etc.? And how could the God of the Bible suddenly decide that everyone should be free to interpret scripture as they wish, creating a church for every opinion. You realize that your Mormon church is just one among all the other opinions too, right, buddy? Of, yep. <laughs> oh, of course they don't realize that because they've been told that that's not true. That's not the way it works. How can but there he, be he, other ones if there's only one? He puts a yeah. bullet in his own argument right here saying that uh, it is basically every, wait, let's see. Uh, basically, every reason to doubt Mormonism is a good reason to doubt Christianity. Well, yeah, yeah I would agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, he's also, he's also trying to make an equivalence here that Mormonism is the same as Christianity. Mormonism has been around for a hundred and what uh, seventy something years or something like that, or thereabouts, something Roughly. like that. Less than 200 years, yeah. Not, not realizing Christianity's been around for a lot fucking longer. And so when he talks, he says, not enough archaeological evidence for the Book of Mormon. I feel like some of the archaeological evidence might contradict the Book of Mormon. The same is true of the Bible. No, it's honestly not. Nope, nope. 
Sort of, no. kind of, well, no, I mean, but there, there's outright fucking lies in the Bible, and there's out, and then your Book of Mormon copied a lot of them over, fucking verbatim, spelling errors, punctuation yeah. errors included. I mean, there is a uh, an online resource you can go check out right now where it has a side by side of the King James versus what's in the Book of Mormon, and a lot of it is lifted whole cloth. Oh yeah, straight across. So he's like, you don't like polygamy or that two of Joseph's wives were 20 years his junior? You don't want to say anything well, about the kid really, fucking Not really you. crazy you about that, about but that. okay. You'll see the same trend for the prophets of old. And then once again, that's another false equivalency. So? You're talking but, about BC sheep herds in fucking the Middle East versus a white dude in the Americas in the 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it's your country not, has already been established on your quote-unquote Christian standards and morality or whatever. Let's not even go there. Nobody likes... For, it, it wouldn't be a big deal if Joe wasn't like... If he was just taking in unmarried people. But Joe was going yeah. around and fucking people's wives, man. Yeah, he was. Like crazy. Breaking all kinds of laws and making up for it. <laughs> oh, Joseph Smith offends Western sensibility? Not nearly as badly as prophets such as Noah, Abraham, <laughs> Moses, and Joshua. Oh, my hell. Oh, he's not as bad as those guys were. That's honestly the argument he's producing here. Yeah. And so, let's see. He says, and I'm not even going to go. Christianity itself hinges upon the question, was Joseph Smith really a prophet? No, you're thinking a lot more of your own fucking religion. So, anti-Mormonism isn't just about getting people to lose faith in our church. It's about getting people to lose faith in God, in Christ, in revelation, in religion. No. Uh Anti-Mormonism, <laughs> by definition, is being against Mormonism. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of people that become Exmos that are Christ believers are still. Still very, yes. Yeah, they very still believe in God. They still believe in revelation. They believe mainly in personal revelation, not the, the kind upon prophets and stuff like that. Right. And, and they still believe in religion. Even if they go super fucking wooey, you know, they still have a religion that they believe in. That's mm-hmm. a personal one. That's not one of the main whatever groups that you want to assign it to out there. I mean, shit. Even the Mormon church had a, has had splits. The FLDS church, the Church of Christ, the, um, uh, the Reformed, whatever. There's so many different groups out there within your own fucking belief set, you know. Yep. Look at Cody Brown. He goes to his own fucking Mormon church. Uh, anyway. Well, and Utah County. Don't forget yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christ, number, this is bullet point number two. Crises of faith in LDS communities are really just a symptom of a larger problem. Are they really? Are they, though? Oh, this is where, this is where it gets funny for us people out there. She's like, note, <laughs> when I refer to atheism in the rest of this article, I also refer to its cousins. already wrong already wrong here but he's like he says agnosticism naturalism and humanism (laughs) etc he's conflating worldviews along with the answers of uh one question yeah the atheism is the 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 not the the non-belief in a god or gods it's not a (laughs) it's not a it's not asserting anything it's just us saying no we don't believe that He's not even pretending that that he knows what these are. No, he he has honestly no fucking clue what he's talking about. Yeah. 
So he's like, to understand why I include these groups under the banner of atheism, click here, whatever. Uh, there are many critics who love highlighting the LDS uh, who choose to leave the church. They say that the rest of us are in denial, that we belong to some kind of crazy and fraudulent cult and have our heads too deep in the sand to see how many people are drawing that very conclusion. Yeah. We do say that. You, you, we do. <laughs> we love, we do love highlighting this because you have cogged us so hard it hurts us to see this. Because we'll see, we see family members suffering with this. You are in a crazy cult. If you have to be bathed in a temple on top of an, uh, a bold altar that has bulls pulling from underneath it, <laughs> you're in a cult, homie. That's a cult. It's a cult. Hey, if yeah, you have just, to do just, special hand si signals, wear a baker's hat and have a leaf apron on your ass to... To, yeah, dude, to put your hand crazy. up in a right right angle and do the whole, oh, God, hear the words from my mouth. Oh, God, hear the words from my mouth. It's just And before yeah. then, it was Pele Ale. You're in a cult, dude. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, on, on a side note, I clicked here to see why they were, why he put them in the same group. And it's oh, yeah. one sentence. Well, it goes on, but there's one sentence. I group atheists, humanists, naturalists, and other similar groups under the banner of atheism because while these groups have differences, they share in a common zero reliance upon a religion revealed by God. This commonality unites them more than they know. <laughs> okay. Um, I, don't, I didn't realize that having the power turned off makes everybody who has a computer like all the same. I, 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 if that's like saying like all, all of you, all of you brown haired people that like to, to, to eat pizza, you know, like, like yeah. it's your common, it's your common brown heritude that makes it. So you like that pizza. You guys are more common than stupid. anyone knows. <sighs> they, they want us to take a look at our friends and family members who are leaving the church and feel alerted to the idea that there's something wrong with the Mormon church. Uh, if yeah, your yeah. kids are leaving, if your kids are leaving in record droves, there's a reason behind it. <laughs> yeah, that there's a problem. And he says that this is most concerning is that the trend is among millennials uh, across the board. Approximately one in three are leaving the faith they were raised in for something else. Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah. That means Keep they're choosing up. not to believe what their parents taught them. That's great. They're thinking for themselves. Uh, that something else is that something else is generally a form of atheism, and for many millennials, it's largely a mix of atheism and non-denominationalism. Not a mix. You can't mix those two things together, man. <laughs> I want to know the different forms of atheism. Well, yeah, he said it up there. You know, <laughs> the agnosticism, spiritualism, humanism—like those don't you? Those are so different variations of oil and water. They all have their own specific mm -hmm. gravity. You know, you can't mix those things together. I like the colors green and red and pizza. Exactly. <laughs> so to be clear, it's not that we have discovered new information about Joseph Smith that has suddenly changed a lot of people's minds about the restoration. Yes, they have. The Joseph Smith papers have been one of the biggest fucking like movements to get people out of the church. They, they read these things and they're like, Oh, yeah. I didn't realize he had this many wives. I didn't realize yeah. that he did this stuff. And when you posted the the fucking image of that piece of polished, like, uh, the what the hell do you want to call it? It's like petrified wood, the or it was like stone. agate or something like that. Where Kidney stone. Where in every one of your <laughs> artworks that you have on your temple walls and shit, it shows him sitting there with these brass plates flipping through them. Yep. And like looking oh. at him and translating them. That's I wonder not, if those have been changed. That's 
that's not how any of it happened. I mean, when you release yeah, the official, the official record, the official record says that, you know, the plates weren't there. They were there spiritually that he put the, the stone into a hat, read from the hat and, and said the stuff to fucking Oliver Cowdery. He didn't actually like, nobody saw these things. Nobody touched them. And George Smith was so fucking stupid and dumb at this. He couldn't even mock up fake ones. God, this pisses me off, man. But we're the problem. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right, here, here's, yeah we're here's, the here's bullet point three: postmodern atheism. I didn't realize oh, we had a now. postmodern. What oh. the fuck, man? <laughs> when did the, when did the movement change? I, mean, I, I missed know. something. Oh, we're all postmodern atheists now. My, my newsletter didn't come. <laughs> it's paving the way for a new and destructive moral order. <laughs> what? I mean, don't get me wrong. That sounds kind of badass, but makes me what? want to play ministry over this whole part right here. <laughs> <laughs> so he says one of the problems that with the rise of atheism is that it comes with delayed consequences. Oh no, Japan, Sweden, Norway, Finland, Denmark. A lot of these countries are atheist countries. What delayed? consequences have been there oh i don't know they haven't been at war with anybody in a long time yeah They're generally pretty fucking happy you know uh, iceland iceland's one of the happiest nations on the world mm-hmm. mostly atheist well actually no they are atheist i, I believe they yeah. mm-hmm. finally driven out all organized religion if i remember <laughs> well no they have the uh they have the the reformed thor church i think came back or something like that i can't remember what country that happened in but this guy makes the analogy where he says like the frog in the pot of water who doesn't jump out because the heat gradually rises. Which is bullshit, yeah. by the way. Yeah, exactly. It's so totally bullshit. The The frog goes, oh, fuck, this is hot, and then gets out. <laughs> Most atheists are unaware of where their belief system will lead society. No, I've got a pretty good fucking idea. No, and it's called <laughs> Star Trek, and we love it. Yes. The reason for this is that most atheists have had a religious upbringing and live in an environment that has been deeply influenced by Christianity. Oh, whatever. Uh, let's see. Fortunately, the following the logic of atheism to its natural conclusions is far from an impossible task. Oh, so he's going to tell us what we believe and what we what we're doing this for. So he already told us who we were. Why not what we yeah. believe? Uh, let's see. They've been uh, 150 years. Atheist thinkers, philosophers, intellectuals have been describing the moral order. That naturally emerges from postmodern atheism. Quit calling it fucking postmodern atheism. Let's see. The a consensus is converging on the re- rejection of truth that cannot be scientifically scientifically confirmed or assessed. Uh, for thousands of years, morality has been based on the beliefs about human purpose, the immortality of the soul, and other transcendent truths. All right, you can't call something that's transcendent truth because you can't prove it that it is transcendent. The immortality of the soul. Point out the soul, please. <laughs> if if someone is... Uh, your whole persona, the person that we are doing all this right now, I'm a hard determinist kind of person. I believe like the, pretty much the meat of my brain is, is driving me. I'm not really me. I'm just an emergent property of all that shit and all wired up the way it is in there. What does that tell me? <laughs> it's like... You're, you're a sum of all the parts. Yeah, and so if you happen to damage... Kyle, you're muted for some reason. 
For some reason, if you damage a chunk of the brain, that personality ceases to be and a different personality is there because it's an emergent property of a physical thing. It's not a soul. It's not a something that lives beyond somebody. Right. Yes. There's there's no <laughs> yeah. It's just a, it's such a ridiculous concept really. So he says atheism replaces the foundations of morality with what can be seen, heard, touched and otherwise measured. Atheism <sighs> is not a system of morality. Morality is its own thing independent from religion, you fucking dorks. Yeah. Fuck your religion hell. your religion takes a, a stance and says, okay, this is what we believe because God said so. Instead of, you know, going, you know, the non-believer or somebody that wants to do this as a humanist kind of thing, we do this thing because it causes the least amount of harm. Because it is something that people would get damaged or hurt or something like that from. It's just, it, it, I don't understand where they're coming from with this whole atheism thing. It's not atheism that replaces foundations of anything. It doesn't and we're just saying no. Yeah. And so when we say no to your religion, we're saying, no, I will drink coffee. No, I will drink alcohol. Yes, I will watch porn. You know, it's not it's it's not immoral to us. And these these people come up with these moral absolutes like. Uh, we don't want to get into the whole objective versus subjective morality because. Yeah, that's a huge because a I don't there's no such thing as objective morality, in my opinion. You know, subjective morality yeah. is the way it has to be because murder is bad. Okay. Yes, it's always bad. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, if it's for self-preservation, for some reason, oh, it's okay. Everything's okay now. It's like, yeah, it's okay because you lived. They didn't. <laughs> it's still murder, <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh, man. So I don't want to go too much into this whole. This is the longest paragraph of the whole fucking thing. So no, point, bullet point number four. The Book of Mormon powerfully re res uh, responds to this mindset, and he goes on about quotes and everything. Like they're trying to like, say that atheism and everything else says that all differences, such as gender, family hierarchy, must be eliminated. Nope, that's not what atheism says. No. The, nope, not at all. Gender is a construct for that comes out of that emergent property of the brain. You know, once again, mm -hmm. sexuality is dependent on what they what chromosomes they have <laughs> right well and it's there's it there's a certain amount of fluidity there too oh, no so. no i'm talking about like sorry i meant uh sex not sexuality sexuality oh, yeah, is, yeah. is fluid but sex yeah. is a is a physical determination a, yeah, so. yeah yeah oh man so he he quotes like dallin oaks and he talks about lehigh and stuff and uh, of course do you remember when lehigh says there must there must needs being an opposition in all things no, no oh, I, I don't, don't remember that. that at all no and dallin oaks is talking about how opposition is a sense of difficulty blah 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 oh wait, wait he has a fifth bullet point sorry here he says here that lehigh explains that for an agency to work man must not only have freedom but choices mm, if your no, god is no omnipresent omnibenevolent omnibeneficent all the omnipresent oh and with i already said omnipresent, what is it uh all the, all the, all the omni, omniscient all the omni words you mm -hmm. can't have agency right because he knows everything that's going to happen and he allows it to happen mm -hmm. it's all in his big plan his plan is written so christians guess what or mormons or everybody whatever believes in a god that 
is all these omni words. You are a clockwork determinist. <laughs> Everything is yeah. just a giant fucking cog in a machine, and it'll eventually wind down to nothing when there's no entropy anymore in the universe. Or a, and, your and why try? Because you're gonna you're gonna be the same way no matter what. Yep, might as well just go kill yourself. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's pointless, and we all die. The goal of atheism. Yeah, he's telling us what our goals are. However, is to destroy the moral distinction between choices. Oh, yeah, (laughs) sure. And then he he reiterates, or in other words, the goal of atheism is to destroy the agency of man. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of like this guy. (laughs) Stupid man. (laughs) I, I, I can't come up with a better word for it. Like, the our my goal is not to destroy moral distinction between choices. <laughs> my goal is to make it so people can make whatever fucking choice they want, regardless of the of the issues that come up from it. You know, mm-hmm. would I want somebody to do something that harms other people? No, but I no. want them to at least be able to make that choice. I don't want people to say, "Oh, well, you can't look at porn because that's a bad." Because my God <laughs> says it's a bad, and be like. I'll go on tell it's, you it's a bad thing it's not to do. Anybody, guys. Come on. Yeah. Uh, number five is an important and final conclusion from this guy. If you've struggled with doubt or know somebody who has, please call this hotline. No, I'm just kidding. It's not that it's like <laughs> he says that, <laughs> that so too have apostles and prophets before they became such. Doubt is not faced by the weak alone. I have personally experienced overwhelming doubt. So this guy's really his his shelf is about to break. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> In my darkest moments, when I felt like I was losing touch with reality, you already have if you're yeah, this much you're, of a believer. Uh, not knowing, lo- no longer knowing what was real and what was true. The only thing that enabled me to hold on a little longer was that I just finished sharing this art in this article, and it's this like long thing where he's like, if I saw two paths and I and I didn't know which one to take. And I happened to notice that there was a light shining in the one on the right, and I went to it. I come to find out that it wasn't just a flickering of a light; it was a giant sun. Kind of, it was just—it's just a really <laughs> stupid story. Be like, hey, if you're on a dark path and you want to get towards light, you know, you're obviously going to choose the path that actually has a flicker of light instead of the one that's fucking <laughs> yeah. pitch black. You dumbass. <laughs> As hey, I, yeah. As I have chosen to move closer to that flickering light, despite the confusion and doubt that sometimes assails, I invariably catch a better glimpse of the light and see that it is no candlelight, but a blazing star of gigantic proportions. Fuck, I thought I was making that up. <laughs> no. You're, you're good, man. You're, Through yeah, the haze good. and darkness, it was just sometimes hard to see. <laughs> I like how he's suddenly a pirate, too. <laughs> Yar, I can't do that. It's fucking ripping up my throat. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? <laughs> are you ready kids (laughs) just just because just because he told me i needed to i went ahead and fixed some of my books here's uh some kicker guard i put postmodern on there (laughs) Um, there's some voltaire i put some post he's a postmodern yep and then oh and and why not throw a little killing joke in there for (gasps) postmodern well that's a good one postmodern killing joke Welcome to the Utah Outcast, where my voice has permanently changed to this now. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I just Jones might be getting <laughs> sick. I don't know what's going on. So that's what I, that's how Alex Jones did it. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> he hosted SpongeBob one too many times. <laughs> he probably does. He he probably starts at a. Are you ready, kids? <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> All right, so that wraps it up for the Secret Patron Show. We're all going to bed. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next week with another episode. See ya.